We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Salute to Knicks Nation. CP from Knicks Van TV here. And today's podcast is brought to you by Scotch Porter men's grooming products as you guys know this is the grooming products that i use for my beard i particularly use their premium beard wash conditioner balm and serum and i just love how it makes my beard feel man it it feels soft it's shiny it's smooth smells great and most importantly they use all natural products and for all Knicks Fan TV, the podcast listeners, you can get free shipping on all orders on $50 or more. And also, they always have sales on their beard collections, so definitely check it out. You're going to want to go to www.scotchporter.com slash hashtag KFTV. That's scotchporter.com slash hashtag KFTV. Peace. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Knicks all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Here we go. Uh, I was having some technical difficulties. Salute to Knicks Nation. Was good, everybody. Uh, let me know if you guys can hear me. Um, let me know if, if the audio is too loud, too low. Uh, just give me an audio check real quick before we get into it. Testing, one, two, three. Testing, one, two, three. CP from Knicks Fan TV in here. Salute to everybody in the chat. How's everybody feeling tonight? Hit that thumbs up button for your boy. All right, you guys say the audio sounds good. All right, here we go. Yeah, I was having a ton of tech technical difficulties. Been a been a tough week for us this week, man. Tough week for us this week, but hey, you know the ops can't slow us down, man. We'll we'll be back and uh, we'll be we'll be back up to speed in a little bit. No worries about that. All right, so let's get right into this. Knicks lose. Another one by the score of 115 to 106. All right. Good news is this time of year, we'll take the L. All right. We're getting closer to the lottery. We'll take these L's. But you want to see quality. You want to see quality losses. You know what I mean? You want to see these guys playing hard, playing smart. And so in that regard, if you're going to grade this game, 
from a standpoint of either trying to win or a quality loss, here's where things kind of went wrong. Number one, the start of the game. Mike Miller, I've been defending Mike Miller for a while since he got here. I was, I've been giving him the benefit of the doubt. I've been defending him. I've been even saying that I'd like to see him get a chance to continue with this team. Tonight, though, against a shorthanded Philly team, no Simmons, no Embiid, shorthanded, and and no Taj on the Knicks, but he starts Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis with the start, and then also starts Mo Harkless. Now, Harkless did end up redeeming himself later on, and we'll get to that, but Offensively and defensively, Mike Miller put us behind the eight ball right away. Right away. And, and, and so I, I just did not understand the starting lineups. I didn't understand the rotations. And so right away, the Sixers, right away, they, the first 10 points was damn near in the paint. Dunking all over us. Inside points right away to start the game off. And so, again, we are not a good come-from-behind team. So you have to put the team in the best position to, to start off fresh. That means starting Mitch, who had a nice game last night against the Hornets on the defensive end and the offensive end. It means you have Isozo, your hero, one of your heroes, or could have been a hero in that game against Charlotte if they would have won it. Who went 6-8 last night. He's on the bench. And not only is he on the bench. But as we're struggling from the field. In the first two quarters. It's Wayne Ellington. It's Reggie Bullock. Who's been struggling. Ellington hasn't played in the past few games. And these are the guys that's getting the burn over Isozo. Where is Damian Dotson? Oh here he is. Did not play. Did not play. Damian Dotson. Let's just take a look at Dot's stats real quick. Salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. All right. Let's take a look at Dotson. His last 10 games, he's shooting 50% from the field, from three-point land. 50% from three-point land is what Damian Dotson is shooting in his last 10 games. But we want to start Harkless. We want to start Ellington, who has no business playing on this team anymore. Ellington came. He did what he had to do. It wasn't great. Keep it pushing. Thanks for the service. His second tour as a Nick. Maybe you can come back to the barbecue, but that's it. And then he goes back to Bullock, who's been struggling. Reggie Bullock has been struggling, and I like him. But Reggie Bullock has been struggling. Where's he shooting from three last 10 games? 35%. He's shooting 35% from three. What, 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 what was, now, Harkless got hot. Don't get me wrong. Harkless got hot. But, again, why is he starting? He's shooting 28% in his last 10 games. So you have no ISO who was hot last night. You have no Dotson who's been hot for the last two months from three. And you're starting Portis. Who had zero, had one rebound, one rebound. I'm just not sure what Mike Miller is doing, man. I'm just not sure what he's doing. If he's trying to win the game. 
you putting these guys behind the eight ball. Now, they came back. They were down by 20 at the half. Okay, I, I couldn't even, I could barely watch by the time it got to the half. Because it, it was just completely out of control. But by the time the second half turned around, things started to, things did start to turn around. You had Harkless, five for five from downtown, going crazy from three. He finished with a career high three, uh, uh, five three pointers, 17 points for Harkless. Play well. Julius played well. Julius played well. 30 points, 10, 10 boards, five dimes tonight for Julius. He played well. A lot of it was one on one ball, but he did what he had to do. You know, there was no inside presence whatsoever for Philly, so Julius took over. You know, KO couldn't guard him, neither could neither could Horford. So Julius did what he had to do. I liked RJ's game tonight as well. 15 points for RJ. You know, listen, offensively wasn't the issue. It was on the defensive end. Could not get the stops. And and once again, our, our calling card. What What is our calling card for L's? Number one, it's a three-point line. Eight for 23 from downtown, 34%. And the free throw line, 14 for 24. 58% from the strike. Can't win that way. And you can't, you can't. You can't come from behind in that way, pause, uh, uh, and try to win these games. The Knicks are just not, we just don't have the offensive firepower to, to do so. But they tried. They cut it. They were able to cut it to as little as, I believe, five or six. And and uh, that was when, you know, Tobias Harris, we had no answers for Harris all night. And, and Tobias just killed us uh, once again in the fourth quarter. Knicks made it interesting in the fourth, but, but Tobias just killed us. And and that's where it was, man. They gave Tobias 34 points, 14 and 21. Disgusting. Disgusting. I got a lot of respect for him. Not a max player in my book, but, you know, Tobias, he's a, he's a New York guy, Long Island guy, so we respect him. Definitely killed us once again tonight. Been killing us all year. But, you know, again, the, the, the where I got to put this game is on is on Miller. For putting us behind the eight ball with a lousy lineup on both ends of the court. Peyton can't shoot. RJ can't shoot right now. And Harkless, before the third quarter barrage, can't shoot. And then you have Randall and Portis. You know, it just just didn't make too much sense. Didn't make too much sense. Goes in, starts Mitch in the second half. And what do you know? He starts to, to patrol the paint. He starts to help him get stops. He starts to send shots back. Three blocks, six boards, eight boards, six points for Mitch. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure what Miller's doing down this stretch, man. You trying to coach for a job? You trying to coach for a future job? Either way, it's it, it's been lousy. Let's just be honest. You know, this was this was a winnable game. This was definitely a winnable game. So, um, that's where it is. Knicks lose this one once again. Salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for your boy. CP from Knicks Fan TV. Jay Ellis is, uh, I'm not sure where Jay Ellis is at. Couldn't make it tonight. It's all good. But we are here. My microphone went out. The OG mic went out. But always, always, always got to have a backup plan no matter what. And and uh, so, yeah. So, that's what we're doing. So, salute to everybody in the chat once again. Now, I'm going to try the phones a different way tonight. We're going to try to bootleg it. Uh, so let's see if this works. Let me know if you guys can hear the phones. Let's start off with Q. Q, how you feeling, man? 
Yo, yo. What's good, CP? How you feeling, bro? Yo, what's good, CP? Yeah, man. What's, what's good, good, bro? How are you? Uh, hanging in there, man. Hanging in yeah, there. Man. Yo, man. These ops got to get shot, man. <laughs> what doing this, man? We, we need our channel right. It's cute, cute. The ops, ops is trying to get us, man. Yeah, listen. It, it, it's just it, it, it's just a sign. It's just a sign of uh, a progress. You know what I mean? If we weren't doing nothing right, this wouldn't be happening. This wasn't happening last year. So, you know, it, it's just, it's just a sign uh, that that things are, are are going well, man. Well, that means plain and simple. That means. We need to go ahead and get those thumbs up, man. You got to hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Bust them down, man. Hit that thumbs up button down, for your man. boys. We need to do that. You know, stop fronting, man. It was a little wild up in JL's chat, man. This is like Wild Wild West earlier. <laughs> you know, cats were saying the craziest things, man. It was One cat was like, yo, Knox is good. I was like, what? You know what I mean? So I get it. Everybody's, you know, entitled to their own opinion. But, you know, I'm I'm a little, you know, I, hey, they didn't have Embiid. They didn't have Simmons. I thought at least we were going to win, but I think Mike Miller's like, man, whatever's whatever, man. He's just throwing guys in. Harkless, I thought Harkless could defend. He looks horrible. Yeah, he's been getting you cooked. He mean? was getting and, cooked last night too, man. Yeah, and RJ's starting to, you know, look like, oh, I'm just going to do what Randall does. You know what I mean? I'm like, I thought RJ played better D than that. I was a little shocked with him, and RJ's my guy. Yeah. So I'm like, man, come on, RJ. Don't follow don't follow old lazy-ass Randall. You know what I mean? So, you know, it bothers me to see a dude that scores, and, you know, he only gets assists, like five assists. Because he passed the ball, you know, out of a double team, you yeah. know, at least a couple of times. But, you know, I hate when I see a player like Randall, when you're supposed to be the guy and you have no leadership qualities at all. You know, yeah. I, I hope Leon Rose comes in here and cleans house, man. I'm going to be honest. Because certain guys just don't need to be around, man. You I know, agree. If, if we had leadership, I bet you we could have won this game. You know, so yeah. I think he's going to come in. I think he's going to clean house. He's going to bring his own people in. And it's going to be a mob thing. Dudes are going to get, you know, necktied and, you know, blindfolded and bust in the back of the head. <laughs> so that's what's going to go down with Leon, man. I'm, I, I can feel it, you know. I hear and, you, man. You know, shout out to my man, Apple. Because um, Apple banned himself from calling in. Yeah. So he said he got the scoop on um, ISO. He said ISO been hanging out with KD all summer. And management felt a little bit, you know, a little bit um, shook on that. You know what I mean? They a little bit on that. So that that's what happened to ISO all year. So, you know, a guy like ISO, man, he should be playing, man. This is, this is a guy you bring off the bench. You let him be that six-man a la Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford, and let them ball out. Yeah. You know, that's the, that's the best we can do with something like that. 
Especially off the game, especially off the game that he had, uh, especially off the game that he had last night. You, you figure he would have been one of the first yeah. guards off the bench. You have, you have DSJ running around there, helter skelter. He was out of there. You know, unfortunately, he was concussed. But I mean, it just didn't make no sense. And you had Ellington, and then you had—I don't know, man. It just it made no sense, man. No sense. Why is Dot? But but why is Dot not playing? The Knicks, the Knicks act like you know that coach that's the worst coach in Knicks history is still coaching. You know, he don't, he didn't know the concept of a lineup. You know, you bring out you know if Frank can stay healthy, but I don't know, his groin is just trash. But yeah. if you think about it, you put a guy you put a guy like Don in when he's shooting good. He's a shooting guard. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, we don't have a point guard. You know, Peyton's all we got. Just put him in there. But put in Don as a shooting guard. Put RJ a small forward. Yeah, he's a, sm- he's a small forward. He's not no shooting guard. Right. I would I would have went Peyton guard. if if, if 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 you didn't want to start ISO. I would have went Peyton, Dotson, RJ. You know, facts I, because I, RJ's a small forward. Small forwards in the NBA are usual playmakers. So put RJ there. Go ahead and put Lando, lazy ass Randall, at the four. Like you know, you can't do nothing about that. And you know, Taj or Mitch. I would rather Mitch because you know, just let Mitch get the reps. Let him play. Taj come in, back up, do the cleanup, do the leadership, do that. But why we don't understand the concept of a starting five? I, I don't you know. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I have no clue what Miller doing. I like Miller, but hey, look, Leon's going to come in and Miller's going to get, you know, clipped. And it is what it is. But it's so quiet. You know, a mob is coming. Yeah. <laughs> it's too quiet. You, you got to hope, man. Coming, and and man, pre- so. appreciate the call, bro. You got to hope so. No doubt. Got to hope so, man. Thanks for calling in, bro. Yeah, I mean, listen, the the, the new uh, the new president is, is coming to town supposedly Sunday, getting ready to start his new job. And and like I was telling JLS last night, we need to know what is the direction, what is going to be the plan. Obviously, he's not going to be speaking on personnel, but what is the plan going to be? Who, well, you know, who's going to be the GM? You know, we got a lottery coming up. We got a draft to prepare for. You guys heard when Berman came on the show couple weeks ago, he was saying, you know, there's scouts that they're on the road with that they don't know what their future holds. Are they going to be in the war room coming up in June? You know, are they, are they still, they still scouting players who are they still scouting it for Leon Rose or just doing their own homework for a future job? You know, who's the coach? We keep hearing Tibbs. We keep hearing Tibbs. What is the infrastructure going to be from a development standpoint? Are we going to get a real shooting coach in here? You heard RJ's been working with Allen Houston. He had no other. He had his. He was working with a personal, his personal shooting coach before that. But the team itself does not have a proper shooting coach. So what is the development philosophy going to be? What is the infrastructure going to be around development? All those things are important. All those things are important. So let's see. Let's see, man. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. How is that audio on the call? Let me know. Uh, my primary setup is a little bit in disarray right now. I got to get a new microphone cord. Um, this one finally zapped out. So once that happens, um, we should be good to go. I'm just trying to think if there is a... You know what? You know what? I think we still... Should be good to go. 
No, nah, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. Y'all, y'all said it was a little low. Yeah, apologies, man. Just tonight, just bear with it for tonight. Um, doing the doing the best we can here. Uh, probably going to be a short show, but we'll get through a couple more calls. Um, JJ from Brooklyn, what's going on, man? You up next, bro. Yo, what up, bro? How you doing, man? Chilling, man. How you feeling, bro? Not, not chilling, man. Just chilling. Uh, I just want to say, basically, man, like, it's crazy. We're still not starting... Our young players, you know, specifically Mitch, you know, I see Gibson's out. I'm like, okay, you know, Mitch will finally get to start. You know, no, nope, we're going to start Bobby Porras. Like, it's it's just crazy to me, man. Like, we have the third worst record, and we're still playing these scrub veterans. Like, what what, what is the direction, man? Yeah, like, I, it's, it's I, crazy, don't, you know? I, don't, I don't know what Miller's doing, bro. I'm I'm the last couple of games. I've been very very confused with with the direction that Miller's going in, even to help his own cause. <laughs> you know, forget the young guys, even to help his own cause. Yeah. I don't I don't know what this guy's doing, man. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like Chill played good the last couple of games. The only reason he played tonight was because Dennis Smith got a concussion. It's like he wasn't he wasn't even gonna play. Not to say he's anything great, but as far as our guard, you know. He could score at least a little bit better than Peyton and Dennis Smith. And, you know, it's just, I don't know. Like, I don't even know where we go from here. And let me just make one quick point about uh, Rose. Yeah, good. I just feel like all the moves we make, like, management-wise is, or coaching-wise or whatever, is to try and get star for agents. Like, we, you know, with Mortal Ivory, I feel like we only made him assistant coach to try and bring Durant because he's, he's close with him and, you know, it's like uh, Fisdale. We hired him as a coach because he's friends with players around the league. I feel like it's not the same thing with Rose because to try and bring in some of his clients. It's like what we're doing isn't working, you know. So just you got to just stop trying to, you know, hire guys just because we think it's going to bring in stock to agents because it's not working, man, you know. Hey, listen, I, I agree with you, man. I, I agree with you, and, and I think I think that Dolan is playing a dangerous game right now with this organization, man. I'm going to tell you, Dolan is playing a dangerous game with this whole thing. It's a very risky move. It's a very risky move. You're bringing in a guy with zero experience in building a team. I understand it's, you know, guys are looking at it as the wave, and the guy from Golden State had experience, and they want to talk about Palenka and what he's doing. Listen, Rob Palenka is not developing a team. Rob Palenka is building a win-now team. Me and you could have brought LeBron James to the Lakers. You know, that wasn't the magic of Rob Palenka. Like, let's just be real. The AD situation, in typical Laker fashion, he fell into their laps. AD put the gun to New Orleans' head, said, I want to be a Laker, I want to be a Nick. You make the call on the trade. And they went with the with the with the proper with the proper package, and that was the Lakers. That wasn't Rob Palenka. You know, I'm not to, not to discredit the guy, but I'm not going to look at him as some success story in what can be done here. That's completely different. They're not building a, a, a they're not developing a team. They're trying to win right now. And they that started two years ago when LeBron signed with them. So this is a this is a tri- this is a very risky thing that Dolan is doing here. And <laughs> again, you just gotta hope they're doing it. They're they they they're putting this the team in the best position to succeed. You just gotta hope, and they, and and again, that's gonna start with who's gonna be the GM, the coach, the infrastructure. What it, is Thibodeau? If Thibodeau's the guy, which you're hearing, they're very close to leading towards that way. Is he 
gonna going for development or are they gonna try to you know flip some guys around and turn into you know some some sort of win now team you, you gotta hope not man you gotta hope not it's a very risky thing that that Dolan is doing here so let's see uh, let's see what happens salute to everybody in the chat once again hit that thumbs up button for you boy we still got about uh 250 or so people here watching Nick of time show so you guys know where to find us. This is uh for me, this is the backup option. Knicks Fan TV live stream is uh under maintenance, if we could say that. But we're still live on Facebook. Salute to everybody watching on Facebook. Hit that thumbs up. Uh all my Facebook people. Almost tipped my mic over here. And uh yeah, everybody watching on Nick of Time show, man. Definitely appreciate everybody's support. A little technical difficulties this week, but we will be back up to speed. Fairly shortly, so uh, just hang in there, hit that thumbs up. Remember, this show's available in audio podcast format, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, and Stitcher. So just make sure that you guys uh, are tuning in there if you can't watch on Facebook. Lambo, what's going on, man? How you feeling? Yo, what's good, bro? Hang on one second. You try to talk a little bit louder, bro, because my the, the audio is a little messed up. Go ahead. Can you hear me now? Yeah, loud and clear, bro. All right. Um, I'm going to try to stay out of being too negative, but, like, I'm going to take it back just a little bit. Like, I look at – talking about the coaching and the team and everything, like, I look at what Perry and them did, and I was, like, one of the ones was, like, looking at, like, some of them was four guys this time and the third. They really built the trash team. <laughs> like, and now we're at a point where things – we we're we're already past rock bottom. With the Leon Rose thing, honestly, I do not believe things are gonna get any worse. I'm like one hundred percent sure that things are gonna get better. And I kinda question because I kinda question how they would how Perry and Mills was able to even keep a job, especially at this point, looking at as bad as a team they built. And I'm I hate to be that negative, but when you look at the standings of where we're at, it's like they really put together quite a terrible, and I, of course we could say Dolan, but he's hiring people and they're making, the, they're calling the shots. But um, yo, we were we were pretty bad. But moving past that, I think things are only going to get better. There's somebody that was mentioned because you know, I, well, I, I watch the show all the time. Mm-hmm. There was a, a person that we could have got that, and I agree with you. But lately, I'm kind of feeling like that CP3 thing, With the, even though his cap was ridiculous, he would have been good for us because he would have been able to facilitate. Without Randall being here, he would have been able to facilitate teaching. We wouldn't have been a winning team, yeah. but he would have been able to teach and start building the IQ of the players that we have here. Is that, 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 that's not a like, fair – yeah, that's not a fair critique. I mean, that's not a bad critique. Uh, that that's not a bad critique, man. Especially CP3 was an all-star this year, man. CP3 was an all-star. So, um, certainly he could have came in and helped. He could have helped develop the young guys. Definitely. Definitely. I think the contract, people were a little bit scared of the contract. But, I mean, he, he's out. He's playing. He, he's almost playing uh, uh, to the value of the contract right now. Yeah, no, I don't believe anyone could have foresaw that it would have worked for us or because we we're so bad. Even with that cap space, it would have it would have developed the team to be in a better space. Somebody else that I feel like would have been good if we could have made it happen was Drummond. 
because we could use a, a big guy in the paint the same way we were using um, Nets. We could have been using him, and we could have had a solid rotation back and forth. And that was someone else I felt like, you know, would have been good. And one last point with Thibodeau, we got a bunch of young guys who need to run. They need to run and gun. So if he runs hard on them, I don't think it's going to really hurt. That's what they want. But I feel like they just need, which everyone's saying, they need direction. And, you know, um, this is weird to say, but I was, like, looking forward to uh, – I've been paying attention to a lot of the point guards uh, that's going into the draft. But we really do need to focus on getting someone on the team with a high IQ. And, of course, Thibodeau, I'm, I'm hoping he will bring some sort of uh, formation with solid rotations and a real game plan together. But we also need people on the court with some type of, like, relevance to, like, LeBron understands how to win a game and understands where the NBA is and has, like, a really high IQ of not just the basketball playing game, mm-hmm. but also of the NBA. We really need a player that understands both worlds and can bring that to our team on the floor. And I don't feel like anyone can do that. Like, RJ is going to do that, but yeah. he's too young and he doesn't have an experience yet. Need, need that superstar, man. Appreciate the call, Lambo. Need, need that superstar. Hey, it's not easy. You, you talk about LeBron James. That that's our generation right there. That's a generational talent um, of of our era. You know, we just lost Kobe. Is LeBron now? You know, those guys are few and far between. It's few and far between. But you know, again, when you mentioned RJ, whether it's Tibbs, whoever's gonna be, you want that coach that's going to develop this kid. And get the max out of them. Alright. Look at look at what's happening right now. With Frank. Dotson. Kevin Knox. Frank and Dotson. The two elder statesmen on this team. The two uh, longest tenured Knicks on this team. They're on their third coach. And they're about to be on their third president. That's crazy. These kids are still in their early 20s. So, that's wild. Look at Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox is about to be on his second coach and his second president. It's, you know, we, we need that stability, man. We need that stability. And so, RJ is the most important. RJ is the most important. We got to make sure we take care of this kid, man. I was talking to um, David Zenon, the trainer. He's out on Twitter, you guys. If you guys follow him, um, he's going to be coming on the show fairly soon. It's the same thing. You know, same thing me and him were talking about. Like, we need that stability, man, for this kid. Can't just keep the, 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 the you know, merry-go-round of coaches and presidents. And that, that then there's no direction. There's no direction for these kids. And and then you have a situation like a Porzingis where the guy's ready to roll. And I, again, we don't know whose fault was what, whose side is who. All we know is we, we had a kid that we just drafted who's coming into his own who's now no longer here. And had another beastly night last night for the Mavericks. So, you know, 
Let's just see. Uh, Lambo's points on Drummond. Definitely don't want Drummond. Drummond, forget Drummond. I'm, I'm, I disagree with that. CP3, maybe, you know, you kind of look at it like, all right, yeah, maybe CP3 would have helped us help the young guys better this year. Drummond, nah. Nah. Drummond, nah. Four, two times in the chat since you act like RJ putting up 30. He hasn't proved himself. He's a rookie. He's a rookie, bro. How many games has this team played? 60? You talking about a 19 year, a 18-year-old kid 60 games into his NBA career. He's averaging 13, 5, and 2. Let him grow. Let him cook. Let him work on his jumper. All you guys want these kids to be all-stars in their rookie year. It's not going to work. It doesn't work that way with everybody, man. He's not John Morant. He's not Zion. He's RJ. He's his his own guy. Let him be his own guy. But I'll guarantee you, give him three three to four years, he'll be ready to roll. Got to give these guys time to cook, man. Let these kids grow. Stop looking for overnight success. Everybody's situation is completely different. Everybody's situation is different. Zion walked into a ready-made team. Built off of an Andrew Anthony Davis trade. With Drew Holiday, a savvy veteran point guard. It's a big difference you got going on over there, man. (laughs) RJ's in chaos right now in this team. Look at the team that they put around him. You know, let him cook. His jumper's not there, but he will be all right. Jumper wasn't there tonight. He still went six for 13, grabbed six boards, five dimes. Let him cook. He he will be okay. But I say that to say that's just one piece that you want to move forward with. I'm not saying that you build around him, but you build with him. And building with him means putting the proper pieces around him, some shooting, space the floor, keep Mitch out there, let Mitch start with him for a little bit, figure out what you're going to do with Randall, bring some more shooting here, and bring in a coach that's going to groom him and take him to the next level. Got to let the kid cook. He's not He's not Kev. I'm not as concerned about RJ as I am about the other ones. Just let him grow. You know, just just let him grow, man. He's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. He, he's going to be fine, man. So to everybody in the chat once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boy. CP from NyxFanTV here checking in. I want to shout out uh, Tristan Perry. What's going on? KR Pocket Rockets in here. AO Pal checking in from LA. Samir, how you feeling? Gooch. Gooch says he'll be Jaleel Okafor in a few years. You guys are crazy, man. You guys are crazy. Reggie Jones, how you feeling? Adrian Morales, what's going on? Delano, how you feeling? You guys, you guys gotta be you guys gotta be patient, man. You guys gotta be patient with RJ, man. Be patient with him. He'll be fine. He will be fine. I guarantee it. I guarantee it, man. You guys gotta be patient with this kid, RJ, man. He's, he's going to be a leader. He's going to be a playmaker for this team. Only You just hope that the jumper comes around. That's it. You just hope that the, that the jumper comes around. That's all we're talking about here. 
All right, who else we got on the line? We have, um, all right, a couple more calls. Uh, Delano, how you feeling, man? I'm good, man. How you feeling? Uh, doing all right, man. Try, trying to trying to uh, maintain these uh, technical issues here, but yeah, maintain it, man. Just talk up a little louder, as loud as you can. Yeah, I got you, man. Salute to everybody in the chat as usual, man. Salute to you for holding it down for the Knicks fan. Um, I just want to say, um, this Leon Rose thing, uh, it seems like like no one knows what's really happening. It's like they, they want to keep the dark cloud over uh, the situation, but it's like everybody knows about it. And look, you know what the honest to God, just hire me. Just, just bring me on. Okay. <laughs> I tell you, yeah. I, I'll listen. I'll I'll take you and, and, and Jay Ellis. I'll bring y'all in. <laughs> we can turn this team around. Because, like I said, if you're gonna just give the job to novices, at least give it to fans. At least give it to somebody <laughs> that you don't want to see the team succeed. Because I'm just, it, it's baffling. I mean, we sitting here talking about getting new coaches and all these other Like I said, I think the problem is we looking for big names all the time to cure the ills of, of, of all the things that we need. Um, but that's not the answer. Like, big names ain't always going to be the answer. Everybody talking about the whole situation with uh, Kevin Knox and development and all that stuff. But, you know, Kevin Knox got to work, too. Yeah. Yeah, Kev, 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 Kev wasn't too good tonight, man. 1.8 minutes, 0 for 3 from the field. Kev, Kev was pretty lackluster. 1 for 4 from the free throw line. Can't even get the freebies. Your most efficient shot is the free throw line. And the layups, he can't, he can't even get those. I mean, everybody want to get hard on every single thing that RJ's doing. Again, RJ's a rookie. At least we see that RJ wants to be on the floor and be productive in some capacity. He ain't always scoring, but you see the stat sheets are filled. You see that he's trying to impact the game. Yeah. So at the end of the day, let's not be so hard on RJ, especially because he's a rookie. It took you three, the last three games of Summer League to show that this boy can hoop. I'm still waiting to see what Kevin Knox does outside of the Summer League. I'm still waiting to see what Frank can do outside of FIBA. Because that seems to be the only time these guys want to play with some kind of heart, yeah. passion, and desire to want to show you that we we here and we we belong here. I don't see that the 82 games of the regular season. So if we want to be hard on somebody, again, I understand we want the results. But at the same time, we got to at least look at the things that are in front of us. We don't have um, the, the same... A level of patience that we need to have for RJ, and I think that's where you know we're going wrong because we're so upset with the failed uh, projects that we've been that we've been drafting because that's what the problem is. We've been we've been drafting project players, yeah, and we're not a team built for project players. We needed more NBA ready players, and again. There's, there's proof in every single one of these drafts that we pick these project players and somebody has emerged. Uh, again, Donovan Mitchell, and he was a late pick in that in that lottery as mm-hmm. far as he was the last pick of the lottery. Um, SGA was like the 12th or 13th pick of that lottery um, that we drafted Knox. And like I said, even though I felt more the need of 
Michael Porter Jr. or Mikhail Bridges because of what he did in college, I can see, okay, well, damn, if we drafted this guy, if we drafted that guy, we got we to gotta be a little bit more smarter with these guys. I want to know how they even pick these guys because the whole thing with Kevin Knox and how they picked him, oh, he he, he showed out and he, he asked questions. He wanted to run a scrimmage with, with like, two more guys when it was instead of just uh, practicing by himself. Yeah, but at the end of the day, when the when the people at the damn draft are telling you yeah, his motor is a problem, that that was a, that was the flag they should have taken heed of. You know, they they should have taken heed of that for sure. Although that, I think they should have been a bit more cautious. I'm not. I'm still not mad at the pick, but you know that was a red flag for sure. That was a red flag, and we all heard about it. You know, even before they drafted him, so that was a red flag. And like I said, I'm not saying that he can't be a good player somewhere else, but we were not the team to be drafting projects. We didn't have the personnel to develop these project players, clearly, and it's showing. So I would have rather, again, go on. But this is why me and you and Jay Ellis, we need to go ahead and and, and get ourselves in the front (laughs) office so that way we can make the right decisions because I don't know what a Leon Rose is going to do. I don't know what, uh, what a, if Scott Perry is going to be here long-term or not. But these guys have already, again, I, I'm off the wave of the front office. I, at this point, like I said, just, just hire me and, and, and I'll do something. I, I <laughs> there you go, bro. Pre- appreciate the call, man. Del- Delano's campaigning for the job, man. Delano's campaigning for the job. You know, I, I do hope that when they go in the draft this year, they got three picks. I do hope one of those picks turns out to be like a three or four year guy and, and that's ready to go. Now that's how that's who ISO was, right? ISO was a three year guy out of Zona. I, I do hope they pick one a, a three or four year guy that's that's very polished and, and ready to go and be a role player. Now, you know, obviously those guys when you pick them later on in the draft, they're not gonna necessarily be stars, but they're gonna be ready to go. You know what I mean? They're going to be ready to go. They have the fundamentals down packed. They're coachable players, typically. Um, so so I, I do hope they get more a more senior rookie with one of those picks, maybe in the second round or somebody, somebody that can come in and, and uh, contribute. You know what I mean? Somebody that can come in and contribute. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boy, CP from Knicks Fan TV. Holding it down, solo, dolo, backup microphone and all, it is what it is. Backup channel, backup everything, but we're still rolling. We are still rolling. Um, somebody had mentioned um, Lamar Peters in the chat. You guys, see, you guys see what Lamar Peters is up to these days? Lamar Peters, uh, 19 dimes last night in Westchester. Look at this move right here. Ooh, got him. Ooh, got him. Catches Hinton diving for the jam. Hey, Lamar Peters is out there balling for Westchester, man. 19 dimes last night. Uh, He's playing well. Playing well. I don't, you know, I don't know what type of plans they have for him, but Lamar Peters is playing very well, folks. Very well. And Iggy, I think the same game, Iggy chipped in 34. So Iggy's been dropping 30 bombs in Westchester like, like you know, clockwork. We'll see if he even gets a chance out here. Probably not because Mo Harkless says, is uh, running the show here. Reggie Jones, appreciate it, Reggie Jones. Salute to Reggie Jones, man. 
You look like you're new in the chat. If you're new in the chat, leave me a hashtag new. I'll shout you guys out. Also, 30 cities in the chat, man. Where are you guys checking in from? Let me know. Uh, this is from my Instagram account. If you guys aren't following me on Instagram, make sure you do so. We got a lot of um, a lot of cool content on the Instagram page. You get to see a little bit of behind the scenes stuff going on. Uh, yeah, make sure you follow me on all the channels, man. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, that way you stay informed. That way you know if, if we got to move a certain way, just in case, you know, if the ops trying to get us, you got to stay informed. Stay informed. We also have a... Uh, a uh, mailing list as well. I don't know if I have the links in the chat to that, but uh, I will put that up in a future show as well, man. In a, in a future show, I will throw that up. So to everybody in the chat, uh, let's see where some of you guys are checking in from. We got uh, class initials, hashtag new from Las Vegas. Salute to Las Vegas. Uh, if you're a Knicks fan, you're going to be out there for Summer League. Hopefully, we'll make it out there this summer. And check out Lamar Peters, the future rookie, RJ. Uh, Summer League should be turned up this year uh, as well. So looking forward to that. Sheldon Cunningham checking in from Buffalo. Shout out Sheldon. How you feeling? Who else we got in here? We have um, Reggie. What up? Uh, Lockie Whitaker checking in from Australia. Shout out Lockie. Bad Book checking in from Iowa. Uh, we got above the rim checking in for Lower Marion, Kobe's territory. Rest in peace to Kobe. Jerry Vade checking in from Tempe, Arizona. So salute to all you guys, man. All right, a couple more calls. Dan from Long Island. Dan, how you feeling, man? Hey, what's good, T-Man? How's everything? Good, man. How you feeling, man? Just um, turn your volume up and, and just talk a little bit louder if you could. All right, how's that? Is that better? Yeah, perfect. We did. So whether we got lucky or whether that was great, you know, a great, a great selection, I, I don't know. But you got to, you got to, if you're going to criticize the squad, you got to give the front office credit for that. True, true. And, and, and but I, but, but I do, I do agree with like, you know, see, see, you know better than anybody because you, 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 you talk to the fans. The frustration is, it's not just with the, we've been unlucky as a franchise. You know, it's hard when you're the worst team in the league and you get the third pick, and the first two guys who go before him are, are NBA-ready today, all-star caliber players. Yes, yeah. Right, and you get a guy who, and I'm not, I'm not listen, you're right, you got to stick with RJ, he's good, you're a very good yeah. player, but, but you know, you got to understand why the fans get bent. Hey, we haven't been waiting two years, we've been waiting 20. True, And it's, it's true. like, I can understand the frustration when you look at Knox, right? Last year at this time, we were all hyped on Knox. He was playing well. He was aggressive. He was going to the rim. He was showing you a jump shot. He was dropping dimes. He actually played a little defense. Or he was at least recognized. He wasn't great, but he was at least recognizing his defensive responsibilities. He's gone backwards. So I understand the fan base's bet. How could you not be? He yeah. went backwards. And I didn't say you talk about instability. Insta- changing coaches is not why he went this far backwards. But, but no, no, no. I, I wouldn't say that, but I, it, I'm sure it's not helping him either. You know what I mean? Especially with the minutes going back no, and forth, no, I, you know. I, I, no, I don't disagree, but, but he looks like a shell of himself. He, don't, he, he does not look like the same player from last March. And I don't blame that on the head coach. I don't blame that. I blame that on the young man. 
because, you know, he's training, he's working with his guys all summer, you know, maybe he's not ready between the ears for the NBA. I don't know. Again, I know he's a kid, he's young, but I, my point is I can understand why Knicks fans, we get all hyped up. Where's Woot? I don't hear anybody calling for Woot anymore, right? You know, two months ago, everybody going crazy for Woot. And then, you know, now we want Peter. Now, we just want something. <laughs> we, we want, want something, man. Something shiny, you know something saying? new, and, and, something to so, get to root for, you know? Yes. I mean, can you imagine? We're watching this. I mean, it's hard. It's hard. But I do agree with also with one thing the other call said is, and what you said, we need somebody NBA ready or at least a four-year guy late in the first, early second, like a kid like that kid, Gaza, from Iowa, someone who's been somewhere for four years, mm -hmm. who's an all-conference player, who could come into the league, give us 18 solid minutes, who's under the age of 24, 25. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I want to say this last thing, because um, I, I have been wrong about one thing, because I've been part of the, I know people in the chat have been saying, how about all those guys who were who hyped with Miller? I'm one of those guys. I'm so happy about Miller until since the since the Mook trade, I thought that we were going to transition to playing the kids. And to see Mo Harkless, and I love the guy, I love St. John's and all, but to see Mo Harkless grabbing minutes, you know, to see, you know, um, you know, Trier last night did something, Trier today, I thought played okay, you know, but, you know, Bullock tonight, what was he, like, minus 14? I don't even know. Yeah, but like to have running these guys out there for, for why? Why are we running out there? Dotson, what did Dotson do? He got he caught the flu and all of a sudden he can't get back on the court. I, I don't know, man. You know, and I just, I don't, I don't know what Miller's doing, but I'll tell you this. I really thought originally he was going to set himself up for another job if he didn't get this one. I'll tell you right now, anybody watching this and watching him right now has to be asking himself, what is he thinking about? And the reason why I know the team is a rudderless ship is I cannot believe that Scott Perry or Rose is telling him to run it this way. I, I can't believe that. I, I have to think. And if you're allowing Mike Miller, who who is going to use a temporary a temporary guy to to, de to 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 make all decisions about play development going forward, and, and we're giving up three or four months because. Mike Miller thinks that by playing Mo Harkless, he's making his chance, you know, as an assistant coach job in Memphis. I don't know what he's thinking about. I think that's a mistake. Anyway, listen, CP, yeah. thanks for letting me blow some steam, man, because this, this, this loser shit's killing me. <laughs> and uh, keep good work. Right? Appreciate it, Dan. Talk to you, man. Appreciate it. Hang in there, bro. Yes, it, it, it's rough, man. But Dan hit it on the head, you know. You got to get lucky to in this league. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I... I I, I do preach that patience with RJ, but I definitely understand it. You got to get lucky, man. It's the NBA. NBA is the hardest league to build a championship contender. You know that. You know that. Look at football. Look how many, if you're a football fan, look how many different champions that you've had in the last three years. Yes, yes, Patriots have had their dynasty. They won. You had Kansas City just win. You had the Eagles just win. You know, you had the Rams get to the championship. You you had uh, uh, the 49ers come from zero to the top in about, it took them a while. Niners were, were, were trash for a while, but, you know, football is much, much easier. Baseball is much, much easier to, to, to get to the top, man. And and basketball, it's, it's, it's that one or two guys that you need. It's that one or two guys that you need. And as Dan hit it, how do we end up with the last with the worst record last year, picking third, Pelicans won 13 more games. They pick first. 
they have Anthony Davis, who was another top pick, flipped them for some more pieces, and now they're ready to roll. So it's tough, man. It's tough. You got to get lucky. It's the luck of the draw with, with basketball, you know. We could go to the Tankathon right now. Knicks could finish fifth and still get the first pick, or, or they drop tonight. You know, it's just... It's just, you know, just how it works, man. It's a very difficult uh, uh, thing to do in, in terms of building a championship. But then how do you explain the Raptors who, you know, uh, you look at their championship team last year and most of those guys weren't even lottery picks? It's just, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. But you just, at the end of the day, to, to, to boil it down to the simplistic form, you need five guys that can play together, that complement each other, that can play defense. Most of them that can shoot. <laughs> and, and then we start from there, man. As simplistic as you can get it. All right? Uh, so to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up on for you boys. Shout out to Rare Form. How you feeling? James Lanier said, yeah, they did have Kawhi. Yeah, look where Kawhi Leonard was drafted, though. That's my point. You know, look where he was drafted. No one knew Kawhi Leonard was going to turn into this. At least I didn't. Maybe you did if, if you're a diehard college basketball and you can, you know, speculate on those things down the road. But uh, I didn't even know about Kawhi Leonard until he got to the league. So, and and, and he had the good fortune of starting with the Spurs. If, if Kawhi Leonard had stayed with the Pacers, if he had been in the Bucks, would he still be the same guy? You know, who knows? Who knows? All right, closer of the night. Nate from Rochester. Nate, how you feeling, man? What's up, man? How you feeling? Good, bro. What's going on? Yeah, uh, I know you, um, just a quick a little draft thing. I know you said you wanted somebody that's, like, ready out the box. I think uh, the only one I can really think of is, like, Obi Toppin. Um, mm. um, Dayton, 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 Dayton. You know, he's a... Yeah. But... We already have Julius Randle, I guess, so I don't think we'll go for him. Yeah, I'll pass. You know, I think I'll pass. Be good. I, yeah, yeah, he looks like good. Amari he looks like he looks like an Amari uh, uh, prototype for sure. He does. Yeah, but yeah, I want to touch on the uh, the direction of the team, mm-hmm. and um, I guess it's so hard to pin down because everybody, uh, we all want to say, like, is it the players? Is it the front office? Or is it the coach? And the, the reason why it's so hard to pin down is because we cycle out a roster, a coach, and a, and our front office every, like, three to four years. Yeah. So, like, when you cycle each one out, like, which one's the source? Like, we don't know what's the problem. Is. Chicken and I'm still of the opinion that it starts at the player talent, really. Sure. Because it's hard for me to believe that every coach doesn't know how to manage rotations or, like, they don't know who to play. There's always so many things you can do. Like, basketball coaching, like, I'm not saying it's easy. Yeah. But... It's, you know, it comes down to the players at the end of the day. Right, but that's why, but that's why, I I think you had, I think you had made this point a while back. That's why every coach from Woodson to everyone on down has had problems with rotations because we've had mediocre players from that time on down. I'm talking about after Knicks tape. If you start from, start from 2014 to now, the last six years, we've had nothing but mediocre players on these rosters. It's funny. We actually, um, we actually had a guy who might have had a star potential. We ended up trading him. Yeah, trade him. <laughs> the, the guy who would have been perfect with <laughs> RJ, and, and we end up trading him. Yeah, but like, I guess 
you know, you know, my thing is, I guess we, you're saying we have to pay some, pay some with RJ and like with all these other players, mm-hmm. and, and that's true. I'm not saying you're wrong on that, mm-hmm. but it's not going to go anywhere until we get that superstar talent. Of course, in my opinion, of course, the way our team is like structured right now, we we can't develop a team like like Toronto. When I think like team, like team. I think like Toronto, like Indiana, Miami. Those those are like machines. Like everybody plays a part. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we have here like nobody knows what they're doing, and like our front office always brings in guys that like as Julius Randle. I don't think he's been terrible, but he doesn't help any of our young players. I don't think Alfred Payton is like mentoring or showing like like the right things to do. I guess so. Like at the end of the day, like do you put that on Alfred Payton and Julius Randle for existing because they got offered the contract by the front office? So like it's just hard, man. Like there's so many things like wrong top. Down and the only way I think that gets better is if we get like a like a LeBron James, Zion Williamson type talent. Yeah. And like that just that's just super, that's just based on luck, pretty much. And that's kind of like where I'm at right now. Uh, need need that generational talent, Nate. You you hit it on the head, man. Need need that generational talent. Um, this was a difficult year, just because like if you look at the ta- the guys that they brought in. A lot of these guys know that their future is not going to be long term here. So I don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. If if they're how together they are or how invested they are in the young guys and the RJ or so on and so forth. But it, it's hard to ask these guys to do that when when they're trying to work on their next long term contract or their next deal. Or you you know what I mean? A lot of these guys naturally you're going to be looking out for self. Now they they gave Mook a lot of credit. For for being that locker room guy, being that that glue piece to bring people together, um, but he's a pro, you know. He's he's a, he's a pro, and, and he's a he's a mature um, player in that regard. But uh, you know, Peyton, I I wouldn't expect much out of him. You see him and RJ look like they're not really on the same page on a nightly basis. So we'll we'll see. We'll see, man. But I definitely agree. We still need we still need that franchise talent. Um, but I just say with RJ, I say, I just say he's one of the, he's one of the three, right? You need three guys that you can depend on on a nightly basis. And I just think RJ is going to be one of those three players going forward. I see that. And then, uh, real quick on the RJ thing, mm-hmm. he says he always likes, he likes to play with Frank a lot. He, he puts that into the media. I, I think there's a reason why. It's just saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, man. Well, Frank, Frank got to get healthy, man. You know, uh, Frank. Oh, man. They're growing, man. Frank, Frank, Frank got to get healthy. We, we got to get some super chat. Appreciate the call, man. We got to get some super chats for Frank, man. Heal up that growing, get him a growing transplant or something. Because that is, uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see him go get surgery or something this off season because. How is that ever going to get better? I'm not so sure. But we'll see, man. We'll, we'll see. Right now, RJ's here. And, and let's build, go forward. But yeah, he did say he likes to play with Frank. We want to see, I want to see a little bit more of that Frank, RJ, Dotson, uh, uh, you know, dynamic going on. Some of you guys think Randall will be a goner. We'll see what Rose does. We'll, we'll see what Rose does. Uh, you know, he doesn't have a connection with Rose per se. 
He's on a he's on a three year deal, two year um, guaranteed, third year's an option. So maybe it's just last year boss, but they got to figure out how that's going to work. Got to figure out that dynamic. Maybe try to bring Randall off the bench. You know, will they make that, you know, be stern and make that move? At the, on the flip side, uh, Randall's the best player on the team right now. You know, do, do you, how, how do you deal with taking that scoring out of the lineup? You better be sure that you're going to replace that with a stretch four or a consistent scoring option or else your scoring is really going to hit the tank. Tricky situation right now, but they're building. Or you hope that they're building. We'll, we'll see what Rose is doing. We hope that they're building, man. Yeah, man. These, these are some, uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, these are some uh, never-before-seen RJ clips. Don't worry about these highlights. These, I have the rights to. The other ones have uh, been so-so in terms of that, so that's why we got into the issues. But these, I have the rights to. Uh, based on my partnership with the league, but uh, we'll, we'll we got to work on the other ones to make sure that uh, we don't we don't get flagged for those. But just a little little minor setback for a major comeback, as as Q said and and all you guys said. But definitely appreciate everybody for coming through and and uh, rocking with your boy for tonight. Another tough loss, but um, listen, man. The one one thing about this fan base. Is that uh, we're loyal? We we, we uh, you know stick it through no no matter what, and and that that's always appreciated, man. Oh, always appreciated. So, um, without further ado, I'm gonna get out of here. Um, I will see you guys on Saturday. Saturday night, Knicks versus Bulls at MSG. Let's go. Bad Book One. Uh, Bad Book One, a Bulls fan. Bad Book One, what are you going to do, man? Are you going to be tuning in? Are you going to be rooting for the Bulls? What are you going to be doing, man? What are you going to be doing? He says, CP, you are ready. Knicks versus Bulls. Salute to all the Knicks fans. Good luck. Let's have a good game. He said, you can win. <laughs> so, salute to you guys. Salute to everybody that tuned in tonight, man. Definitely appreciate the patience. Through the technical difficulties and also to Vegan X, Ayo Pal, appreciate it. James Lanier, definitely appreciate it. Pranav, all the mods, TM, everybody. Rome, definitely appreciate it. Dave Delano, oh, you guys, man. Rare form, appreciate it. And uh, yeah, man, you guys have a good night. Great weekend. Salute to everybody once again, and we'll see you Saturday. Uh, early one, early one around 8 p.m. So stay tuned for that. And uh, tomorrow or Saturday, I'm going to try to do it for tomorrow night. Uh, we're gonna be celebrating Anthony Mason's uh, uh, legacy and his career. Um, Anthony Mason was one of my favorite players. I'm working on a real dope documentary style, so check back on the Knicks Fan TV page at some point this weekend. I will be premiering it, and just let me know what you guys think, man. For some of you old school fans like myself, it'll be uh, it'll be a nice blast from the past, never before seen clips, some old footage that. Haven't seen in a while. So uh, rest in peace to Macy's. It's the five-year anniversary of his passing tomorrow. Uh, definitely don't want to forget that. And, and uh, yeah, man, on that note, I'm signing out of here. See you guys, man. Peace.